Good morning, everyone. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Um, by myself here this morning, Pastor Mech is in Greece on vacation. We'll be coming back. He'll be here this Sunday. Today we'll be looking at the 19th Sunday after Pentecost. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious God, you gave your Son into the hands of sinful men who killed him. Forgive us when we reject your unfailing love and grant us the fullness of your salvation through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading is from Isaiah chapter 5. Let me sing for my beloved my love song concerning his vineyard. My beloved had a vineyard on a very fertile hill. He dug it and cleared it of stones and planted it with choice vines. He built a watchtower in the midst of it and hewed out a wine vat in it and he looked for it to yield grapes, but it yielded wild grapes. And now, O inhabitants of Jerusalem and men of Judah, judge between me and my vineyard. What was more, what was, what more was there to do for my vineyard that I have done in it? When I looked for to yield grapes, why did it yield wild grapes? And now I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will remove its hedge and it shall be devoured. I will break down its walls and it shall be trampled down. I will make it a waste. It shall not be pruned or hoed and briars and thorns shall grow up. I will also command the clouds that they rain no rain upon it. For the vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel and the men of Judah are his pleasant planting. And he looked for justice, but behold, bloodshed, for righteousness, but behold, an outcry. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle reading is from Philippians chapter 3. Though I myself have reason for confidence in the flesh also, if anyone else thinks he has reason for confidence in the flesh, I have more circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness under the law, blameless. But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him. Not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible, I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The gospel is from St. Matthew chapter 21. Jesus said, hear another parable. There was a master of a house who planted a vineyard, put a fence around it and dug a wine press in it and built a tower and leased it to the tenants and went into another country. When the season for fruit drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to get his fruit. And the tenants took his servants and beat one, killed another, and stoned another. Again, he sent other servants more than the first, and they did the same to them. Finally, he sent his son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and have his inheritance. 
And they took him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. When therefore the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? They said to him, They will put those wretches to a miserable death and let out the vineyard to other tenants who will give him the fruits in their seasons. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone? This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore I tell you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and be given to a people producing its fruits. And the one who falls in the stone will be broken to pieces, and when it falls on anyone, it will crush him. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they perceived that he was speaking about them. And although they were seeking to arrest him, they feared the crowds because they held him to be a prophet. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, we're in that time of the church year when we hear a lot of different parables. And a parable comes from the Greek word parabolos, which means two things running side by side or parallel. So Jesus tells these parables. Um, they're stories with, uh, with, an, with an earthly, an earthly storyline, but yet a heavenly meaning. And today the story that, or the parable that Jesus tells is the parable called of the wicked tenants. And it's kind of an amazing story. You hear about this master who owns this vineyard and then he entrusts it to the servants and he goes out of town. And when he comes, when he comes back um, to get his fruit, there is none. Um, and so then the master sends other, uh, other servants there to collect what is his. And the text tells us that they beat one, they killed another, and they stoned another. And he did this a couple of times over. And then finally he says, well, I'm going to send my son. At least they'll respect my son. But those servants came and uh, took the son and killed him so that they might get an inheritance. Jesus here is giving us a picture of what happened in the Old Testament, how God sent prophet after prophet um, to call his people to repentance and how um, the children of Israel rejected prophet after prophet after prophet, um, stoning some, killing others, doing all sorts of wicked things to these prophets. Of course, you know the rest of the story um, is that God in his ultimate lavish love, finally sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, um, to come to rescue his people. Now, who in the world would send their son knowing that he would be shamed or worse murdered? God does. He sends his son to be rejected, to be shamed, to be thrown out in the trash in order to take him up from the scrap heap from the grave and raise him back to life as the cornerstone Christ is the stone upon which his whole church is built. God doesn't do what we think he should do. I mean, if that would have been us, we would have been tit for tat, get back at those wicked tenants, but that's not what God does. He sends his only begotten son to heal the broken, to forgive the sinner, to raise up the dead. So now that his church is here for sinners, to come and receive his gifts of forgiveness, life, and salvation. That amazing, lavish, marvelous love is here for you. You see, we receive the fruit of his vine as we gather here each Lord's Day, as we gather around the table and receive the, the fruit of his blessing that comes from his, his death and the cross and his resurrection. Uh, this coming Sunday, we're going to be singing a beautiful hymn that talks about that. Uh, during communion, it's called the tree of life. The tree of life is indeed his cross, 
And the benefits of his cross are his very body and blood, which he shed on the cross and now pours out to us, poor, miserable, wretched sinners, that he might raise us from the depths of our sins, forgive us and loose us from that, and give us the forgiveness of sins, life and salvation. So that's what we have to look forward to this Sunday is this parable. Um, and the intro, it puts it well. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his steadfast love endures forever. So for the hymn um, I'd like to look at uh, for today, it's one of our hymns um, that we will be using. It is hymn 561 from the Lutheran service book. And um, I think I will uh, sing a few verses here. The tree of life with every good in Eden's holy orchard stood. And of its fruit, so pure and sweet, God let the man and woman eat. Yet in this garden also grew another tree of which they knew. Its lovely limbs with fruit adorned, against whose eating God had warned. What mercy God, what mercy God, show to our race a plan of rescue by his grace. In sending one from woman's seed, the one to fill our greatest need. For on a tree uplifted high, his only son for sin would die, would drink the cup of scorn and dread, to crush the ancient serpent's head. Now from that tree of Jesus' shame flows life eternal in his name. For all who trust and will believe, salvation's living fruit receive. And of this fruit, so pure and sweet, the Lord invites the world to eat, to find within this cross of wood the tree of life with every good. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Amen. See you in church on Sunday. <laughs>